Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. Popcorn for dinner. This is Jeff and Kelly. John Hughes month moving right along with uh, yet another coming of age teen drama comedy, <laughs> you know, uh, sort of his forte. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this one is, um, you know, as much as I said last week that uh, 16 Candles was like a pretty big cultural thing, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, this one blows it out of the water. Yes. The movie that obviously we are talking about is the 1985 classic, 80s classic, possibly like (laughs) definitive 80s movie, The Breakfast Club. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Was this a big movie for you? Uh, This is one that I had seen a couple times when I was younger. Mm -hmm. It's still been easily 15 years since I've seen it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it was definitely uh, in the realm of, oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's one that I should probably rewatch as like an adult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't feel like it's been too long since I've last at least like watched like a chunk of it or something, mm-hmm. you know, like on TV or something. But I definitely haven't sat down to watch The Breakfast Club in a long, long time. Yes. And this one is kind of almost like an oddball on this show in terms of it being like. <laughs> one of the greats yeah. you know uh and and one that we sort of have more familiarity with than usual mm-hmm. you know there's not so much of like and then what was this because it's like <laughs> well i've seen it so many times yeah obviously there's still questions i don't have a boatload of notes yeah but i i was still like engaged in watching the movie I, it, it's hard to like follow the plot Mm -hmm. because there isn't one and that's kind of what makes it so great it's literally it's just like these five sort of misfit kids from different cliques Mm -hmm. hang out in detention all day and grow to learn about each other and yeah accept each other and all that kind of good jolly stuff yeah i while watching it but one of my first notes was just like there's so much great character work done on these kids in the first like two minutes of this movie oh, yeah. of just them getting dropped off and mm-hmm. how they get dropped off and you know all of that where you immediately know who they are mm-hmm. and it's really great that it's like yeah just like cut through the bullshit we yeah. don't need <laughs> you know 10 minutes setting up each and every one of these kids yeah in their own scenes they're like in their own houses getting ready it's like no right out in front of the building mm-hmm. just show them for like 15, 20 seconds yeah. interacting with their folks, getting dropped <laughs> off for detention. Yeah, Saturday detention. Saturday detention. So it's like, you know everything. Everything yeah. that you need to know to start this movie, you have in like 
two minutes, yeah. maybe. And the characters are so like one of one of my early notes was John Hughes is really good at writing like believable people as characters. Like yeah. You, like obviously, there's some exaggerations. Yeah, I my, my mind goes immediately to Bender, and well, how yeah. obnoxious and outrageous he is. Or yeah. like, I don't, I don't buy him as a real person. He's got so many good lines, and you know what I mean. He kind of he kind of makes me think of uh, of like Randall from Clerks. Yeah, it's like he's got all the best lines. He's always got a snarky comeback. He's the movie character. Yeah, the rest of them though. You can see that nerdy kid being just like a kid at school. Oh, yeah. They're so well written. Mm -hmm. And well cast. Yes. And dressed and all that kind of stuff. Like as much as it might be a bit of like a on the nose sort of thing of like, <laughs> yeah, he wears his Letterman jacket yeah. to detention because he's a jock who yeah. would wear his Letterman jacket to detention. <laughs> you know, yeah. like what? Really? <laughs> it's like, that's just what that guy does. Yeah. Like, but it's like such a perfect like signpost. Like you mm -hmm. see them all sitting there and you just know by looking at them mm -hmm. where each of them sort of falls and yeah. belongs. And it's just like, God damn it. It's just so perfect. Mm -hmm. And you just get right into it. I, I knew ahead of time, like essentially what it was, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, there's never going to be any surprises of like, Oh, they do this? It's like, no, it's them all day in detention. Yeah. And they have little adventures in the midst of it, but they're still, it still takes place in that fucking library. Like it's, yeah. you know, they don't go somewhere else yeah. for very long. It all comes back to that library. But I was a little surprised at the stuff I forgot. There was really just one specific one that like really blindsided me like there's plenty of stuff where it was like oh yeah geez they you know they call him a fag a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't really remember or you know uh just stuff like that but the one that really like oh my god was the, the scene with the principal and bender like the one where he gives him a billion detentions mm -hmm. is like pretty in my head like as it was happening is like oh yeah and he just he goes and goes and goes yeah. and won't let up and everything like okay yeah I, I totally remember that it's when he takes him back to that like storage closet or whatever to lock him away from the other kids yeah and then tells him that is like after you graduate one day i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna beat the shit out of you yeah i did not remember that in the slightest me neither okay <laughs> that i yes i was very much sitting there like what how what <laughs> when when did this happen yeah because like i recall that principle being more of like a goof yeah like that's what i remembered where he was mm -hmm. just like these dumb kids yeah will never sneak out around or my nose or do yeah. any of these things <laughs> and then they do it and it's like oh you rascals yeah. but i like i totally <laughs> forgot about him just being like i will literally once you are an adult we are throwing fists. Yeah. Like, holy shit, dude. And even the, like, ugh, like fake out, like, mm -hmm. oh, man. I was like, yeah. what the Bagging fuck? him. Yeah, like, literally just punch me in the face so yeah. I can fucking punch you. Yeah. Like, holy shit, that is crazy. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. So in my head, watching it this time, I was like, okay, he's going to be kind of goofy. But you know what? I bet you I'll be, like, on his side now. Mm -hmm. watching these kids specifically bender yeah. and how absolutely outrageous <laughs> he is and like just a, a lunatic yeah and how like the entire movie basically it, the only reason anything happens in this movie is because <laughs> bender is obnoxious mm -hmm. you know and it's like he gets people talking because he's like insulting them and just yeah. being a complete dickhead <laughs> and that gets people talking and then eventually 
everything in the movie happens because mm-hmm. you know just because he of takes that the screw out of the door yeah exactly like he's the one who basically gets anything going like otherwise it would have been a movie of just kids sitting there mm-hmm. you know silently yeah, in sil- a library. silently <laughs> for the whole eight hours and it would have been completely uneventful because none of those other kids was going to do anything if he didn't do anything right. it was clear you know what i mean yeah. it's like they all didn't want to be there but they were all in their own heads mm-hmm. and so it was like okay yeah as an adult i'm sitting there like bender fucking just stop dude (laughs) like it's so like you know what i mean like i didn't really like those kids when i was in high school you know what i mean like if i was sitting there and someone wouldn't stop talking out of turn for no reason you know what i mean and just like trying to like put on a show for everyone look at how funny i am (laughs) you know i didn't really like them then yeah either so now as an adult it's like double annoying fuck you kid yeah exactly just like dude shut up and sit down what is wrong with you yeah like, I, 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 I get it. You've got issues. Everyone's fucking got issues. But, like, shut up. So I was totally <laughs> expecting to be like, Vernon, right? Vernon, the, the mm-hmm. principal, is is going to seem reasonable now in this watch. Yeah. And Bender's going to be the worst. And Bender was kind of the worst. Yeah. But I was, like, sort of on Vernon's side until that scene. Yes. And I was like, I completely forgot about this. This dude's also a lunatic. Like it's <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, like it doesn't necessarily excuse Bender and make him better, but it definitely takes me off of his side. Like <laughs> yeah. I am no longer on the principal's side after he threatens <laughs> to just like beat the shit out of that kid. Yeah. That was a I, weird moment. That was very weird. And then actually like locking him in a closet. Not even a room, a closet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a full-on, there's no way out of here. Yeah. It couldn't possibly be a, a fire exit in that closet. Yeah. So it's like anything that fucking happens <laughs> yeah. is, you know, uh, real bad, but he clearly didn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to, because it's like, again, in a similar way, but not nearly as rapey. Um, <laughs> to Anthony Michael Hall in 16 Candles. It's like Judd Nelson gives this fucking awesome performance. Yeah. It's just that <laughs> this kid sucks, like, for the most part. <laughs> mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, he's right at certain points, yeah. you know, about them, mm-hmm. when even when they don't want to admit it or whatever. <laughs> um, so, of course, I'm not sitting here like, and Bender clearly is the worst character in the movie. It's like, no, 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 no. He, he's He's... He needs to be there. Yeah. He's the driving force of everything. But no, something I thought was pretty funny. They go on that adventure off to Bender's locker at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget what preceded that. But it's like clearly he has convinced all of these kids to to go with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, I'm going to go to my locker. Everyone, we should all go to my locker. You know, and he does that. He has that little line about like feels good to be bad doesn't it mm-hmm. to claire and everything and it's like man i never felt that way I felt bad to be bad <laughs> that horrible feeling in my stomach of like oh this is bad <laughs> never felt good you know but the, he essentially drags them all out of the like library mm-hmm. putting them in harm's way <laughs> of like getting caught by the the principal and then when they're coming back after he gets his weed and sticks it into johnson's pants yes. <laughs> <laughs> um and then like they're 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 trying to get back to the library and they run into that gate that's down and everything and it's like, oh Andy, you chose the wrong way, you dick. And then Bender's like, No, only I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah. You guys go back. And then he runs off and he 
distracts the principal so that they can get back to the room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that really heroic if it was his idea in the first place? Like, I mean, he convinced them all to come with him. If he just left, they could have been like, Bender left. <clears throat> Thought he wouldn't. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, like they yeah. really, it, it was like them going with and then Bender being like, I will save us. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, I guess there is a, a little bit of nobility in it and sacrificing yourself so everyone else can not get in trouble. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he knows that this time it'll be a slap on the wrist sort of situation. What, for him? Yeah. But isn't that when he gets thrown in the closet? Because he dragged them all out of the room? Um. Or did he go in? Oh, Fuck. no. Yes. Now I'm getting it all yes. mixed up. Yes, that is. Never mind. That is what got him. Sent into the closet. Sent into the closet. Okay, yes. yeah. Because sorry, my timeline was suddenly all fucked up. And I was like, wait a minute. Was that after he crawled through the roof and fell into the library? No. That was wait. I was totally. (laughs) It's so weird. Like since it all lunch happened right before they snuck out to go to the locker. Gotcha. Okay. One thing real quick about lunch that Mm -hmm. I noticed of the many items that. What was the jock's name? Andy, I think. Of the many items that he had for lunch was a bag of Matt's chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> which is awesome because those are delicious. <laughs> and it's a like regional thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we ever get Johnson's first name? Brian. Brian, right. Brian Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had a great line during lunch because Bender asked him if his mom married Mr. Rogers. And he replied with, no, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> like, kid. <laughs> yeah, he's adorable. It's it's pretty hysterical. Oh. Like, I honestly, it was, it was almost weird seeing him in this again after watching 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. Um, not even in a, in a sense of like, because the characters are so different. It's like, oh, they're mm-hmm. sort of similar. He's the yeah. kind of nerdy, brainy, geeky guy, whatever. He's just a little less creepy in this. Yeah. He's a little more toned down. Yeah. He's the under pressure nerd. Yeah. As opposed to like the lead dork. (laughs) Very important distinctions. (laughs) Um, But he like he was clearly going through a growth spurt. Yeah. Did you notice a couple like there was the there was this one shot. It's like there were multiple shots where he looked like a tiny little kid, kind of like he was in 16 Candles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then there was this one shot where. Fucking Emilio Estevez and Judd Nelson are like squaring off, like right in the right in the middle of frame, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, both one on each side of the frame. Yeah, and you can see that Judd Nelson looks like he's like almost a full like head taller than Emilio Estevez. Yeah, and it's like okay, and then fucking Brian comes into frame, and he is about as tall as Judd Nelson. And I was like, holy shit. Like, what is, I, for a moment, I was like, is he like on a table or something? Like, yeah. is there something that he's supposed to be on that I'm not seeing, but is in the movie <laughs> that's making him taller? And I was like, no, holy shit. He's just, he like, just sprouted. Got yeah. Like, it was weird, too, because yeah. I feel like it was earlier in the movie. And then there were mm-hmm. later scenes where he was clearly, like, smaller. Yeah. Like, that one sequence, I forget who the fuck it was. But I think it, I think Emilio Estevez was hanging out, and then, yeah, it was like Emilio Estevez. No, 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 no. It was Judd Nelson. It was Judd Nelson talking to Molly Ringwald, 
and fucking Anthony Michael Hall is up on those like on that bar, mm-hmm. kind of like sitting back over it. That was the weirdest. I was like, oh my god, how how is he sitting like that? Yeah, is, was he perched on something behind him? Because I don't understand how he was holding. I, was he just is he just that tiny that he could do that? Like hold himself up that way with his legs like just over the railing like that. But he, he looked like yeah. a Muppet is what I'm getting at. He, yeah. he looked like a, like a Muppet <laughs> like sitting up on there. He looked so small. And it was just like, oh my, he got smaller since earlier in the movie. That was weird. <laughs> um, but did you notice that Andy hotboxed mm. that whole room by himself? Yeah, I was wondering what was going on there. Like, I, I guess I guess we could just, <laughs> just talk about that sequence in general of the like the kids all getting stone scenes yeah um because bender comes back he falls through the ceiling from climbing in the ceiling from the closet yeah and then and then comes immediately after that comes the like of course Mm -hmm. movie where he's looking up her skirt and does something to her he and then she <laughs> pushed his face forward between between her legs. No, yeah, I know. I just mean like you don't know what exactly yeah. he is doing. Yeah, but she reacts and like squishes his head with her legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my note was just God, poor Molly. Like yeah. both of these movies so far have just been like creepy people touching her. Yeah. <laughs> so bad because it was just like, oh well, that creepy girl doesn't talk, so everyone's just gonna stare and get boners about her. Mm-hmm. Like, god damn it, that's weird. But yeah, and then Vernon falls for their ruse mm-hmm. of like coughing and like covering up the noises yeah. that Bender is making, like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, You're hiding. Stop fucking with people and making yeah. noise. What are you doing? Uh, but that did include quite possibly my favorite line, which was the "Can you describe the ruckus, sir?" <laughs> that yes. one, that one, kind of caught me off guard in terms of remembering it. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't one that totally stuck out to yeah. me. Like, oh yeah, this line's coming. Mm-hmm. It was. It kind of hit me like anew mm-hmm. watching it this time. Like, oh, can you describe the ruckus? It's brilliant. Um, yeah, and Vernon somehow falls for their ruse and yeah. just leaves them again. Yeah. Which is like it, you you get over it after the first couple of times, but like the first couple of times where they start getting rowdy mm-hmm. in their yeah. in their seats and like talking and yelling <laughs> at each other and shit, you're like, where the fuck is Vernon? Yeah, like you're right there, dude. You told them you would be right there. <laughs> yeah, like it's it was it was sort of silly, mm-hmm. but then eventually it was like, okay, they closed the door. I get it. It's a big, heavy door. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is kind of silly that he can't hear them, but I'm just you're just gonna deal with it. Like yeah. that's just how this is. Well, then they're gonna gets, get <laughs> well, Vern Vern then gets uh, distracted by the janitor. Right. I just mean, like, in general, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, if they haven't necessarily specified the principal's whereabouts in a while. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're not 100% sure where he is, but it's like it gets to the point sometimes where they're yelling and screaming at each other that you're like, no one, nothing. Yeah. No one hears this. Okay, fine. And they go up and they finally get stoned. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait a minute. Now, now I'm really confused. Okay. Timeline wise. Mm-hmm. So... Bender, they go to his locker, they get the weed. Right. He shoves it in Johnson's pants. Right. They all run back to the classroom. Bender goes and distracts Vernon. Right. And gets caught. Right. He then gets brought back to the library. Yes. Okay. Because I was like, because then he has that hilarious line when 
Vernon asks him where, like, where's your weed or whatever mm-hmm. he calls it. He's or like, it says something about smoking it or something. Yeah, and he's like, it's in Johnson's underwear, sir. And everyone laughs, and Vernon's just like, Ugh, like thinking it's just a joke. And I thought mm-hmm. that was hysterical. And he's like, he's telling him the truth. Yeah. But he thinks it's a joke, and that makes it all the funnier. Yeah. <laughs> so then, what what gets him dragged out and thrown into the closet? Then he was he was just going to get his stuff, I guess. But what happened? I don't remember exactly what made him go like, all right, fuck it, Bender. You're going into the closet. I I think the sneaking out was the fuck it moment. But he just, Vern brought Bender back to the library for. To, yeah, to for the movie. talking to in front of the other kids, yeah, I guess. For or movie whatever. purposes. Yeah. I feel like there's something crucial we're totally forgetting, but I have no idea what it is. So I can't say for certain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but either way, he gets back. They're smoking the weed. Mm-hmm. I think Johnson's is probably the most realistic reaction. <laughs> Where he's just like, I'm going to put these sunglasses on because they're dope. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking just like be a weirdo and laugh at shit. And like, you know, it's like that was totally realistic and whatever. Yeah. And did Molly Ringwald wind up smoking pot? I forget. She did. Yes. Okay. And she just sort of talks. Yeah. Right. Like so there's no like, ooh, like she doesn't get like loopy or anything like that. Everyone has fairly realistic reactions to it mm-hmm. where it's just like it's mostly like internal anyway mm-hmm. so it's not like you're gonna see someone like going weed crazy <laughs> and then andy goes fucking weed crazy <laughs> i was like that is the most batshit reaction like i understand like you mentioned mm-hmm. like he just hotboxed that whole room what i want to know like did he just go to bender and was like hey can i just roll one of these for myself <laughs> I don't and Bender know. was like, cool. Or did he just take it and roll one for himself? Because like Bender looked a little surprised when he came out of that room. Yeah. And I was like, wait, they're passing a joint out here. Why does Andy have his own joint? Where did he get it? <laughs> and why does it make enough smoke to fill the whole room? <laughs> I mean, I could understand something burning for a while, like if especially if he's bad at it or whatever, yeah. you know, and like wraps too much paper and you <laughs> know, is, just tons of smoke or some shit like that. But it was just like what like it was bender's weed (laughs) and it just seems wild that he just i guess he helped himself to it or whatever yeah i don't know um yeah and then just goes fucking nuts yeah and i was i i i could not for the life of me reconcile that i was like (laughs) how do these kids all react so realistically Mm -hmm. and then andy goes insane (laughs) you know because it's like it seems like Unlike a lot of times in movies, like, you know, where someone writes about the effects of something they've never done before. So it's like wrong. And it's like, oh, someone smoked a little bit of weed and they saw this crazy alien hallucination. Like that that doesn't happen. Uh, But in this case, it was like, yeah, they get high like these kids who are just like hanging around laughing and talking. Mm -hmm. But Andy's apparently was. Uh, laced yeah, laced with, with PCP or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know LSD? what. I don't know what happened to him, but he just goes fucking insane. He also popped a molly. That was the like one of the weirdest moments to me. It was him just fucking like running around and punching and like rocking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no music playing right now. Like there's music playing in the movie, but not in the room. Yeah, they, like, had, if, they <laughs> hadn't hooked up the speaker exactly. yet. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like you take that scene, drop all the music out, and then watch him doing it, and you'd be like, this man's a lunatic. He's just insane. What is going on? Yeah. Like, and then he goes the... back to the room for more. <laughs> You you have had enough, yeah, sir. You have clearly had your fill. <laughs> My God. Um, 
there's this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> that I guess I guess something to discuss. Movies like this always get that like 30 years later looking at it through a different lens. Mm -hmm. Typically like uh, a lot of times it'll be like some sort of article from some like comedy website will write about <laughs> it or something about yeah. like the real world issues or like what totally sucks about or yeah. you know that kind of thing where people get uptight and I guess uptight is a bad way to put it, it makes it seem like I, I'm like picking a side on it but pe <laughs> people get upset looking back on it that Ali Sheedy's character has to become pretty for him yeah you know what I mean obviously again I knew that was coming mm -hmm. seen it plenty of times I know yeah. that that's how this movie ends yeah uh and so I was kind of waiting for it to be like I wonder exactly how it's played because mm -hmm. you know when you remember something like that it's broad strokes it's like yeah and then she's like she like looks you know like a goth throughout the whole movie and then at like the very end they like pretty her up or something mm -hmm. there's always you know the two sides to it of the people who are like fuck that she shouldn't have to change herself for anybody yeah and then there's the other side who are like she was playing with her dandruff and yeah hiding behind her hair and talking in like squeaks Previously, like that's not a healthy way to live. Yeah, you should you, you should be able to like you know break someone out of that and have that be seen as a good thing. Yeah. So there is a bit of validity, I think, on both sides of that, mm -hmm. where it's like it is true that she's like kind of my thing. What it really centers on to me, <laughs> the thing that that like turns it from from good to bad, because I totally agreed. Like throughout that whole opening, like. 30 minutes of the movie where it's literally just like, and cut to Ali Sheedy in the corner as she like squeaks and slams her head on the desk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just acts like a lunatic. Yeah. And is, you know, making her ridiculous sandwich with the pixie sticks and the Captain Crunch and shit and all that. <laughs> Drinking the soda off of the like library table when it spills and stuff yeah. where it's just like, okay, look, I get like individualism and stuff, <laughs> but you're being really, really fucking weird. Yeah. And like off-putting to other people. And I get it if you don't want people in your zone, you know what I mean? If you're trying to keep people at bay, mm -hmm. working. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Yeah, way to go. Um, but there is just that like feeling of like, but that's not really good for you and not yeah. just the like sugar sandwich but <laughs> you know like as a, as a as a person your soul mm -hmm. the whole like i'm gonna keep everyone away by acting like a lunatic all the time yeah you know like there's that one moment when she and andy are walking and mm -hmm. he turns and like asks or something i don't even remember exactly what it is but it's like oh what are you why are you here or something uh, like that or whatever no uh first he asks her what's her poison oh what, yeah, what yeah she yeah. wants to drink from the the vending machine That's in right. the teacher's lounge. But then she just doesn't respond. Yeah. At all. Or even like acknowledge that he has said like spoken <laughs> words to her. And it's like, look, I get it, man. I I was definitely a kind of person who was like not comfortable just like hanging with new people that I didn't know mm -hmm. or anything. Like if I was in a situation like Breakfast Club and I was sitting around with a bunch of kids that I didn't really know and were from different places. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I I wouldn't walk over to them and be like hey guys how you doing yeah but if someone was like hey you want a drink i'd be like okay because i'm a human being yeah. <laughs> who understands how to talk to another person yeah like that, it, she was like way over the edge mm -hmm. of being like antisocial. <laughs> so bringing her out of her shell good like it i don't even necessarily mind the hair change yeah because it's like 
that's uh, very much like symbolic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like she uses the hair. She hides behind the hair. You pull it back. You're open. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's, it's changing her her perspective and stuff. So it's like that. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Also totally on board with that. It's the fact that they change your wardrobe. Yeah. And it's like you could get away with it like in universe by being like they're probably dirty and smelly because she's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just in terms of how it looks, it's like that's what makes it like lame and superficial. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, you do kind of think like don't be yourself. Yeah. Wear the pretty stuff. Yeah. What are you doing? You don't look like a lady in your weird clothes. Wear lady clothes. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like, oh, you took it too far. Yeah. You were uh, so close. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because I thought her outfit and wardrobe and everything was astounding. And I loved it. I thought she, <laughs> it was just so cool. Yeah. And it really bummed me out that I was like, oh, yeah, they like fully give her a mm-hmm. full on everything makeover. Mm-hmm. And it was like, where did those clothes come from? Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. who. Like, was she wearing that under her clothes? Is it one of Holly Ringwald's dresses? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand where it came from. I don't know. I think that's also one of the big things. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Where did where did that come from? I get that she could do her makeup. Yeah. But clothes? Where were her clothes? <laughs> well, she... Oh, she did have that giant bag. Yeah. She could have jammed it all in there. Yeah. <laughs> With so many tampons. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's... I, I know you as a guy don't understand as much but that is so many tampons like that I is mean, i get it to a degree <laughs> <laughs> it's not like yeah who could ever be hungry enough to eat that many <laughs> like, like i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> like yeah that's way I, too many i was thinking more in terms of specifics but we won't go there that's a different podcast <laughs> um I liked that everybody kind of got called on their shit, mm-hmm. you know, which is obviously the point. Yeah. But I like that it happens. You know <laughs> what I mean? That kind of no one is really left. Well, now that I fucking think about it, what did Brian do? Really? You know? What do you mean? Like, well, okay. I'll, I'll, they, like, I'll, no I'll, one really called him on anything because he didn't have anything to really be called on. That's sort of what I mean is that it's like he was kind of the actual like sort of innocent of the thing because it's well, like he brought a gun to a flare gun right, to school right <laughs> i don't mean not deserving of detention okay i mean more because it's like uh i mean bender obviously yeah like, he's, he's a fucking lunatic who brings a switchblade and is a psychopath and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff so it's like he, he gets called several times throughout the movie and mm-hmm. it's it's great and all but yes deserved <laughs> but, every time yeah deserved pretty much every time <laughs> um and then Andy doesn't, I mean, he he gets made fun of by Bender. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily get, like, railroaded by anybody. Like, nobody, like, goes at him. Except he does yeah. Exactly. I was going to say, because he does it himself. He, mm-hmm. he, 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 he Beautiful fucking monologue. Oh. oh I, yeah. I forgot how great it was. And just as it was happening, I was like, this is so fucking good. And and to, to hear a character, like, admit that they, like, did something and they don't even know why and they feel terrible for it. Yeah. And like thinking about something they did and feeling bad for the person that they did it to. Like yeah. actually being able to put themselves in that person's shoes. Yeah. Like that was heartbreaking. Being and like the humiliation he must have felt. Yeah. It was so real and so like, holy shit, this rocks. Yeah. Like not the situation. Right. <laughs> He's having a horrible moral conundrum. <laughs> but this scene rocks. Um 
And then, you know, uh, I kept I keep just wanting to call her Molly because <laughs> <laughs> she's Molly. But, you know, Claire, she gets she got detention for skipping school to go shopping. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously I do feel bad about, you know, her parents use her to get back at each other and all that. Like you feel a bit for her there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a lot of uh, well-deserved shit flung, <laughs> usually from Bender. Sometimes he goes overboard with it, but enough of like, come on. Yeah. Like your problems that you're <laughs> crying about mm-hmm. are not nearly real. Like, I mean, they're real, but <laughs> it's like, I mean, shit, dude, Brian was going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that it goes in, like the fact that it ends as a joke mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, well, it was a flare gun and that's pretty dumb and no, all that. And everyone start, yeah. And everyone starts laughing and blah, blah, blah. And you, you think back to that burned out locker from the opening credits mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, ha, that's funny. Yeah. You know, and it kind of glosses over the fact that it's like, oh, oh, my God, this kid, this kid contemplated suicide because he got an F in shop. He got an F on a project. Yeah, on a shop. project in shop. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking gnarly. Yeah, it like ruined the, his four because he'll have a B at best. Yeah, like that is that is a that is like a, a heady thing to sort of deal with in a movie like this. And I really liked the fact that it like went there. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a little too quick. Like it felt like they they wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. as a movie like oh yeah we're gonna go there he's gonna talk about it. he brought a gun to school and he was gonna kill himself and they were gonna immediately undercut it by being like but he's such a doofus it was a flare gun and it burned up his locker and all mm-hmm. what a dope and then it's just kind of over mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like what about that though <laughs> like, that's kind of huge um <laughs> there there was a somewhat similar not to the not to the same degree but somewhat similar moment with andy where he said that, you know, sometimes I just wish my knee would give out. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, dude, that was that's, gnarly. A, that's a dark thought for yeah, really. a kid. Just being like, like, I have all of this, like, because he said, I mean, I know, I know he has that thing towards the beginning where he's talking about, like, he has, like, the abilities. He just doesn't care about it. Truth, like himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's right? just, like, naturally talented at wrestling. Yeah. he's But he doesn't want to do it. But he doesn't care. Like, there's, yeah, yeah he, he it's has not no a passion real, of his. Exactly. So it is a bit crazy to think that it's like, I have all this ability. I, you know, I, it's a possibility that I could do this at even like higher levels. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it so badly. <laughs> That I just wish my knee would give out. Yeah, that I wish that I could just be robbed of this natural <laughs> ability <Yeah>. because <laughs> I don't want to be forced to do it as my life. Yeah. Like, that's heavy shit. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, Ali Sheedy, Allison. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was she in there for again? I forget. Everyone lies about <laughs> stuff so much in this movie that I, I, I sort of stopped paying attention to what they were talking about because it was like, I started writing this big old note about like, why don't I remember how fucked up it is that Ali Sheedy is fucking her therapist? And mm. then she's like, also, I'm lying about that. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. Okay, that's why I don't. I'm not a nympho. I'm a <laughs> compulsive liar. Yeah. But she I was, was like, adorable. Oh, yeah. In like the weirdest way. <laughs> but it was perfect. Yeah. But no, yeah. Um, I was just like, what? Are you, what? That's <laughs> what her deal is? Holy shit. And then I remembered it was like, oh, right. She's lying about that. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. And I had to delete a big chunk of notes I was writing about it. So I was like, this is fucking, of all the things in this movie for people to get mad about. And I was like, all right, she was lying. I forgot. 
Uh, she was there because she didn't have anything better to do. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, that is brilliant. I forgot about that, and that is such a good moment. I specifically wrote that down because I loved it. And the fact that everybody just dies laughing about that. Like, yeah. that's so Like, And then while she's laughing with them, she's like, you're laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really great point in the movie, and I really like the fact that everyone laughs at and with her mm-hmm. in that moment. You know, it's like you, you imagine, you know, a scene like that. Like, if she had, for for some reason mentioned that in the first like 15 minutes of them sitting there mm-hmm. i'm sure they all would have been like what a fucking weirdo why, yeah why would you do that oh my god she's so weird like, let's never look or talk to her again <laughs> you know like <laughs> they would have completely just been like fucking psycho anyway <laughs> but the fact that they've been there all day they've gone through all this shit together they've mm-hmm. like sat and talked and argued and cried and all that and it's just like i didn't even need to be here and it's like that's the funniest thing in the world now <laughs> yeah after all of this now that's the funniest fucking thing in the world i completely i don't know how i completely forgot about that one <laughs> i will say i was a little bit disappointed like really america by the 80s we hadn't gotten over our fucking like super lame uh like national joke of sushi is gross yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, I get that it's like, you know, like a high class lunch Mm -hmm. for. Also, maybe don't bring sushi as a bag lunch. Yeah, that that definitely threw me. Like, that was my first thought was like, Mm. has that been sitting and getting warm? I hope there's an ice pack. Yeah, like, that's not the way you want to eat sushi. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact that like they're like grossed out by it. I was like, Mm -hmm. really? 80s yeah we were still there as a nation (laughs) we couldn't just admit that maybe sometimes raw fish and seaweed with the right flavors is actually delicious yes you idiots but sorry there was another thing that i was that was right near (laughs) another note i was looking at um bender is like most of my first like 14 or 15 notes just by like he's a lunatic oh my god uh man bender is obnoxious uh, but the one, two lines here that I have written down, one that bummed me out because I was like, oh, I hate people like this. When Andy, I think it's Andy, at least a few of them maybe, <laughs> all getting <laughs> up on him. And they're just talking about, it's like, why do you have to be such a dick all the time? Like, why do you have to insult people? Yeah. And Bender's response of, I'm being honest. Yeah. It's like, oh, you are the worst kind of person. <laughs> you are the worst mm-hmm. kind of person so bad i hate you like that's a bad way to start the movie yeah with one of those kinds of lines it's just like oh you piece of shit uh but there was another line in here that i did not understand and i don't know if it's like 80s slang or i'm missing something or i misheard it but there's the it's after the first time the principal is talking to him and he gives him the shit about was it barry manilow Mm-hmm. Yeah, about his wardrobe. Know, know you rate his wardrobe. Yeah, I wrote what a suave ass principal when he walked in, and mm-hmm. then they made a joke about it, and I was like, "Well, fuck you! I think he looks good. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a pretty. I mean, for a principal, yeah, it's a suave ass outfit. He's got a black dress shirt. That's not normal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But okay, fine, <laughs> make fun of him. But the next, I think it's like one of the first things said after. I think it's after he leaves. Okay. He like tells him whatever, and then he leaves the room. And Bender says that man is a brownie hound. What the fuck does that mean? Um, like 
I he doesn't literally mean that he loves eating brownies, right? Because there was no. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I I assumed it's some. It was something more akin to like a brown noser, but I don't. Yeah, but I don't know. To I don't whom. know. Yeah, I don't know in context <laughs> how that works. I don't yeah. know. It was just the weirdest line, like a brownie hound. <laughs> Weird. Like it's so funny how slang from from different times. Just sounds like different languages sometimes. Like I, that sounds like words I know. <laughs> Brownie hound. Also, oh my god. Oh, uh, what? Oh. oh, did you look it up? I did. Oh, what is it? A male homosexual. Oh, well, that's so there you less go. fun <laughs> than I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more gay jokes. Anyway, um, <laughs> one thing I did love that I wrote down uh, later in the movie. <laughs> I don't even know if it truly was a joke. I'm hoping it was. Okay. Just because like the it was one line followed by another line. And the line that followed was such a hysterical commentary on the first line. But they like cut away so fast to like other stuff. And they're talking about <laughs> other stuff. That I was like, they, they didn't give that joke time to land. Did they not think that was a joke? Because it seems like it to me. Because Andy's big thing they talk about is that, like, he lets other people tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he lets his dad tell him that he's going to be a wrestler and he, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of like, I think they're in the circle or something like that. And they're talking about, like, everybody's problems. Like, mm-hmm. your problem is that you're like this. Your problem is that you're like that. And <laughs> I think it was Allison. It was. Says. He can't he can't think for himself. And he says, she's right. And, and then it just moves on. And I was like, that's like that's like the best joke in the movie. That's so funny. I also wrote it down. Okay, because that was hysterical, but it didn't did it feel like it was yeah, a like, joke to you? Like did it feel I, super like on purpose? Because to me, the how fast it went by, I was like, wait. Yeah. Did nobody catch that? Because that's hysterical. <laughs> I was also a little unsure of okay. how that was supposed to land. Yeah. Uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's <laughs> yeah, like the funniest line. He can't think for himself. She's right. <laughs> like, oh, that uh, killed me. The ending of it, like, you know, obviously the opening, like if you've seen the movie before, you know that the opening is like the reading of... Mm-hmm. The note from the end of the movie. Yeah. So when you're getting towards the end there, you kind of get what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're going to write a note about how much they learned about each other. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. I forgot that they pawned it all off on Brian. Oh. <laughs> and I thought that that was kind of like cruel. Yeah. And almost like a, a, a direct... Like showing of uh, Molly Ringwald being right because mm-hmm. they have that old thing about like what happens on Monday. Yeah, and I was like, oh, awesome! This is like this is the scene that I'm kind of waiting for. That I like, I, I knew that there was something like this, but I didn't know when it happened. I don't remember what everyone says, mm-hmm. but I knew that there was like they reckon with the fact that you know we're not from the same kinds of cliques. Yeah, do we stay friends? And I forgot that she was just like, I don't think so. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. If she's like, I I mean, I'm not gonna, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can at least count on that for me. Yeah. I mean, um, that's one of the cases where it's like, that's brutal honesty, sort of. But yeah. At least that's the kind of honesty you want in that situation. Yeah. You don't you're not want insulting to be like, anybody. You're, 
yeah, it's, you know, and you're not leading anyone on like, oh, yeah, we'll still be friends. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I was like, oh, man, I, I forgot that that was so like flat out mm-hmm. that she didn't really mince words at all about it. She's just like, I don't think so. No. Yeah. That's not what's going to happen. So then at the end there, it seems like it's like, well, we all know you love writing things, nerd. How about you write it? Yeah. And it really felt like, oh, yeah, you aren't any better than you were at the beginning of the day. (laughs) You know, it's like, I still don't want to write that fucking thing. So make the nerd do it. Yeah. (laughs) That seemed a little weird to me. I mean, she did know that he was going to write it anyways. (laughs) I mean, the thing, I mean, that's that's sort of what I mean. Is that like it's it's like Brian bought someone a present and everyone else is like, so my name's on that card, right? Yeah. You know, like they're, <laughs> okay. they're real shitheads about it. Or it's like yeah. you should sit and write your own fucking essay. Yeah. Because despite the fact that it's like, oh, but we learned so much and all of that and this, like you still cut class. Like, you're still here for a reason. Yeah. It's not like everyone here was framed (laughs) and was in detention against their wills or something. Like, it wasn't like Vernon, like, sought them out and sent them to detention because he didn't like them or something like that. It's like, no, you all were supposed to be here. And I understand (laughs) that you might not have, like, agreed with the subject of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, remember, that's not the point. The point is that it's a punishment. (laughs) I thought that was really silly in that ending, like, monologue. Mm -hmm. It was like, it's ridiculous for you to... ask us to write a letter about who we think we are it's like he could have said just like describe the wall in front of you in a thousand words like he's just making you write so that you're punished yeah it doesn't matter if the subject of it is like kind of ridiculous it's like who cares just write the point is you're being punished and now you're not now you've had a big fun day you've smoked some weed you made out with jed nelson you're making the nerd write your essay you haven't learned shit <laughs> like had a little issue with claire that's all i'm saying yeah she did give up a diamond oh <laughs> that ah. diamond she didn't pay for yeah ah diamond ah diamond of the millions <laughs> that i'm sure she has um and that very very end obviously it works especially because it's like you know the very end of the movie and you're showing you know where these characters how far these characters have come and you're kind of mirroring the beginning Mm -hmm. where you see you know how they uh how how they show up shows what kind of characters they are and Mm -hmm. then how they leave kind of shows you what characters they are sort Mm -hmm. of thing uh, but there was a lot of like making out in front of parents. Yeah, that was definitely not my style. Like, yeah. if I was in that situation, I definitely would not have been like, "Oh, by the way, girl that I didn't know before I got here, I'm definitely gonna be kissing you right in front of my parents' car." Even just for the fact that it's like, I don't want to get in the car and then be like, "So who was that?" Like, yeah. I just don't want to deal with that. <laughs> not even some sort of like Puritan, like, "Oh, I don't want." Oh my goodness, it's just like I don't want to deal with dumb questions like that. Yeah. But obviously, for the movie's sake, it makes sense. But it was just so strange <laughs> that like these kids would make out with each other, and then one of them would get in the car like right there. Yeah. That they were like leaning on. <laughs> it's like it's so strange that their parent was just like, "Oh." okay i guess this is happening don't lean on the car and do it oh my god (laughs) you're gonna dent the hood (laughs) just like i was i was waiting for like a to like scare them out of it or something like just get in the car i want to go home this is ridiculous and it was i don't know man it's it's weird i get it 
Like, <laughs> I get, you know, opposites attract and blah, 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 and all of that. Judd Nelson was so cruel to her mm-hmm. that whole movie. Yeah. And apparently, literally, while they were shooting, too. Oh. Apparently, he, like, stayed in character and, and was nasty with the kids because <laughs> he was like 24 and she was still like she was 16 yeah so it's just the next year after 16 <laughs> candles so it's like again actual child grown man and yeah. now in this case he was like berating her and mocking her and all that stuff like on set <laughs> while yeah. shooting and while not shooting all that you can't help but feel terrible for her Poor Molly. Yeah, really. But like as a character, he's been tearing into her this whole time and Mm -hmm. just being absolutely awful. And they have said to each other that they hate each other many times. (laughs) There would be absolutely no question if it was if if someone asked me before the very end of the movie where it shows them like making out and all that kind of shit. Like when she opens the door and walks into the, the closet with him at the end of the movie, I was like, no. No, 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 no. Claire, don't. This is bad. He has a switchblade. <laughs> but like, if you had stopped it just before that and been like, does Claire ever speak to John Bender again in either of their lives? I would have said absolutely not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, despite the fact that it's like, oh, well, we're all sitting around and we're all talking and we're all kind of getting to know each other. And we've had this big old day. It's like, for one, she said she wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Literally said, like, I probably won't talk to any of you. Yeah. And he was so specifically awful to her mm-hmm. that I was like, yeah, no, not a chance. So the fact that they, like, quote, unquote, end up together. Yeah. I was like, weird. Just mm-hmm. weird. Big thing that I, you know, we mentioned, like, right at the top that, you know, Judd Nelson gives a really great performance. Mm-hmm. John Cusack was originally cast as John Bender. Oh. I almost want to see that movie more. Like, obviously, I want to see it more now because it's like, well, we have this one. So I'd like to see the alternate one. But it's like, if I had to bet, like, if if someone was like, I will snap my fingers. Mm -hmm. Universe will either stay exactly the same with Judd Nelson in The Breakfast Club or Universe Changes John Cusack is in the breakfast club. Everything else in the world stays the same somehow, <laughs> despite the butterfly effect or whatever. Yeah. But everything in the world stays exactly the same, except it's John Cusack. You can never change back, but you also can't like sample it. You'd have to be like, that's the one I want. I think I would go for it. I think I would change the universe <laughs> and, tr- and see what the John Cusack one is, even at the expense of this one, just to see. Because I fucking love John Cusack. <laughs> and I feel like he would have been awesome and he might have felt a little less like... An absolute dick? Yeah, like a total monster dickhead. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was a little strange. Um, for one, I thought it was a little strange that the Don't You Forget About Me song mm-hmm. was used at the beginning too. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, okay. Just bookends it. Yeah, it just seems so like iconic. For yeah, it's ending. it's iconic, mm-hmm. and especially with the imagery, mm-hmm. Bender with his hand in the air and everything. So it's like, ah, oh, yeah, the song from the end of the Breakfast Club that you forget. It's like also it's the song from the beginning of the Breakfast Club. <laughs> like, oh shit, that's right, totally forgot. Also thought it was a little bit strange, and not in any like ruining anything kind of way. Not like I was so confused, but I did think it was crazy that the title is the last line of dialogue and it's never mentioned at any point prior. Yeah. You know, it's like 
obviously I get it. Mm-hmm. It's like you're in detention. Yeah, you on met, a Saturday. You met during breakfast time. Yeah, like it. It makes enough sense that you're not sitting there like the fuck does that mean the breakfast club i don't get it but it is something where it's like oh you know for some reason in my head i thought somebody made a reference to that earlier yeah and they don't and i was like that's a little weird a little bit not weird enough to like ruin it but (laughs) just a little weird also other thing i completely forgot about janitor oh carl carl completely forgot he existed or was a character in this movie brian's dad he is weird. Is that? Wait, no. Was that Brian's dad? They make a joke about that, but I thought that was a joke. Uh, I, th- I thought it was. I don't think it is. No, no. it's not. No? Okay. Because in here, the character's name is Carl Reed. Gotcha. Never so mind. So it's not. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I understand because I was completely on board for a second when they made that joke. I think Bender makes some sort of joke like, oh, Brian, it's your dad. And then he doesn't like yeah. outright say anything about that. Like, hey, don't joke like that yeah. or anything or whatever. So I was like, oh, is it his dad? But then just the way that he spoke to all of them, I was like, I don't think that's his dad. I don't think he would talk to his own kid like that. Like, I go through your shit and I listen when you talk. Like, yeah. That was kind of strange. <laughs> um, it was that it was just that he like specifically said hi to Brian. Yeah, I mean, my assumption is that Brian is the only fucking kid who is decent enough out of the five of them to actually, like, say anything to a guy like the janitor. I knew of kids like that. Yeah. Who just acted like they weren't there. And I was Mm -hmm. like, they're fucking people, man. Come on. Yeah. God, (laughs) fucking teenagers. That's that's the theme of this whole movie. (laughs) That's John Hughes' filmography. (laughs) Fucking teenagers. (laughs) Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, this was definitely a weird one because it was yeah. like, we already knew it so well. Yeah. And it was really just like almost sort of a love fest for it, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, which is fun every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but next week, I believe we're hitting one that neither of us has seen. Yeah. Uh, at all in any capacity. Yeah. This like wasn't on my radar ever yeah, which is super duper fun. <laughs> Very excited for it. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up this week for Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Without lamps, there'd be no light. Hey.